Hello and welcome to the Mike, DJ, and Doc Show, the show that plants seeds for cultivating new culture. I'm your host, DJ Cornerstone, and my co-host is none other than Dr. William Sullivan Sr., better known on the show as Doc. We'll discuss the boundaries of our communities of things known and unknown, and offer listeners a new connection to forward progress that creates a new culture that we all can be a part of harmoniously. Please stay tuned for special information at the end. Be sure to listen all the way through for the details. For those who are listening right now, this, these are the kind of things we're going to discuss. We're going to discuss those taboo topics that you might not even hear in church. Um, yes. And that kind of, kind of get glanced and danced over because people are afraid to bring that up. But the thing is, you don't bring it up, you don't talk about it. How are people going to be healed from that? How are people going to know what they need to know to uh, to deal with it, to uh, work through those issues and and those and, and even like questions within the Bible. Like I know I don't know everything. I don't under, understand everything, and uh, I know there's others like that as well. But we can help each other to understand. Just in just you know yes. just in conversation. First and foremost, praying and asking God for that wisdom, asking the Holy Spirit for that understanding. And and it's gonna happen, man. This this not just this episode, but the, the Mike, DJ, and Doc show. We're here to help everybody, everybody. Yes. You a hey, this ain't no you got to wear a suit to get in type deal. You you be you, come as you are. Yes. So that's what I'm looking forward to. And there it is. Yes. <laughs> oh yes. So and with that being the case, I mean this. It's just like I say, man, I'm really looking forward to being us being relevant, uh, mm-hmm. you know, current, up to date. Yeah. Uh, you know, and uh definitely, you know, because that that's what people want relevancy, because people can touch that, you know. And even uh, Jesus said, you know, he can be touched by the feeling of the infirmities. What he was saying is I can feel you, I'm relatable to your mm-hmm. pains, what you deal with on a daily basis. And, and that's what, you know, and that's what people want, man. People that they can, that they can touch, that they can reach. Man, that dude feel my pain. He know my struggle. Mm-hmm. He know what I'm going through. Yep. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he he, he go off sometimes. He, he says sometimes. <laughs> he had to go repent. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? I mean, he may say a cuss word. You know what I mean? I mean, hey, dude, this is just real, man. Sometimes I just want to, hey, man, just mm-hmm. want to walk out the door and be done and be gone with it because it's relatable. It's real. Jesus went in the temple and turned over tables. Turned. I mean, he snapped. I'm tired of it. You know what I'm saying? And and, and that's real. Well, y'all, hey, I'm DJ Cornerstone. I got a a beautiful family, man. I'm blessed to have a beautiful family. My wife is Natasha Williams. I have a strong son by the name of Isaiah. My middle child is my little sweetheart, Naomi Princess Joy Williams, and my little superhero, Caleb. I'm a, a... Christian, I'm a non-denomination. I go to a New Covenant Worship Center in Joliet, Illinois, where the pastor of the church is Apostle Jonas Jones. Uh, a little bit of background about me. I decided to commit myself to Christ back in 2005, and <clears throat> it's been a beautiful thing since. My favorite book, I would say, is The Purpose Driven Life by Pastor Rick Warren. But the main thing I read, I read at least a little bit of the Bible every day. I currently am a scaffold builder at an oil refinery. 
And outside of that, I produce mostly Christian footwork tracks, house music. And I also interview various DJs, dancers, and producers in the Chicago footwork realm. You know, I touch on a little bit of other genres in addition to that. Something I have coming up, I've been working on, just started working on a few weeks ago, is a, a fundraiser for local food banks. I'm going to title that We'll Work for Food, where we'll have well-known Chicago footwork uh instructors that'll be there to teach people who want to learn the donations, the proceeds when they come in, that's going to go to the food banks. Hey, and once again, this is Doc, uh, known as uh, Dr. William Sullivan Sr. here on the podcast today. I would just like to uh, let it be known. Uh, I'm a family man, uh, committed to family. I've been married for 23 years. I uh, will indulge in family and relationships throughout this broadcast as the months and weeks go on, because we realize family and structure and relationships is a value component, a component of many people's lives. Uh, that's the question that's often asked is when is God going to send me a husband by women and men uh, that are committed to building family? Uh, just want to have a good woman by them, their side to build a family with to have structure and uh, to just bring order and to help him build a legacy. So uh, we're going to look forward to uh, dealing with family. My wife's name is Deborah um, Effley, and um, she's a career-oriented woman. Uh, we run a business, uh, a couple of businesses, um, run a resale shops. Um, I am an author, and um, I have uh, written several books and I have one out on the market now called Winning with Wisdom. And uh, as we believe wisdom um, is the principal thing, according to scripture, I am Christian-based, Christian faith, uh, but I also go in many different arenas to teach uh, because wisdom is a even across the board. Wisdom uh, is just, you know, it, it has no boundaries. It's not limited to no faith. It's not limited to nobody's business, nobody's families, because wisdom is the principal thing. And uh, according to uh, God, he gave order to get wisdom and in all thy getting, get an understanding. And so um, we just thank God for uh, wisdom. Uh, wisdom helps us to navigate through life and come out with the winning edge. So uh, we bring wisdom to everything we do, whether it be uh, marriage, family, coaching, because I do life coaching too. We still coach in sports, various arenas of basketball, football, baseball, track. We uh, we go into uh, various avenues and we empower uh, young men and young women on how to be successful athletes, on how to deal with the finances um, of dealing with getting a million dollar contract, uh, you know, and coming from poverty. You know, that, that's a challenge. It takes wisdom to deal with the adjustments of life and, and, and success, especially if you come from no success. So I uh, will, and we'll further engage and indulge in the book of Winning with Wisdom, uh, because really, like I say, that's the only thing we stand on and bring to whatever we do. My um, pro professional career, um, you know, um, we, we are called to leaders. So um, definitely we go in businesses and we help them strategize and bring structure and order that they can have the winning edge. And so 
Uh, you, and that's once again, that has to do with our life coaching and just bringing engineering strategies on how people can um, alleviate the, their profits and their losses and to help structure that. And so we feel like we are called to um, all types of leaders, uh, to whatever field that, it, that, that it is in. Um, and like I say, in our goals and our plans, we're coming up on this new year, 2022. Um, it's just uh, to walk in new doors and, um, you know, new opportunities. We realize opposition is always a doorway to opportunities. And this last year, 2021, it, it's been full of opposition, um, you know, with things changing in government, things changing with, um, you know, these new virus of sickness. We're still uh, dealing with uh, the coronavirus, which we thought we had overcame it. And but here it comes back again. So we realized, just, you know, it, it's life. And, you know, and in life, you just have to be able to take life whatever it gives you, and find a way to win with it. And once again, that's what wisdom is. It's just finding a way to win and capitalize on what whatever life throws your way. So we're looking forward to that. Uh, you know, we um, books, and we, 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 we read plenty of books. So right now, our current read, my, my favorite book is literally usually whatever I'm reading at that moment. And um, definitely. And so um, and right now, I'm reading a book about The Body Keeps Score. And it's a very powerful book, and it's by Bezel Van Dirk Kolk. Uh, he's a medical doctor, and uh, it just deals with brain, mind, and body trauma. Uh, and in the healing, um, you know, and being healed from just trauma, uh, people that have been dealing with PTSD, people that have been abused, and, you know, just really gone through a lot. And as we deal with family and structure, how this book, it deals with how and what we deal with is how a lot of people end up being what they were brought up in and how, you know, how you were trained up and brought up can have massive effect on your life as an adult if you don't know how to deal with it and get it dealt with. Because the body keeps score, the mind keeps score, our soul keeps score. And we'll deal with that in depth uh, later throughout the broadcast. Uh, but once again, this is Doc, and we just look forward to coming and being a part of this new thing. Man, what you got going on, DJ? What's going on in your world? <laughs> Man, Doc, I'm just absorbing everything you said. Man, I'm digging that. Uh, so like you, man, family is very important to me, man. I feel like family, if you can get the family right, you can get the community right. Um, oh, yes. and it's, it's very important that you have uh, all members, all members, the, the husband, the father, the, the, the mother, the wife, especially when it comes to uh, bringing up children. And yes. one of my goals is to to do what I can to help uh, make that happen where it's not happening and keep it happening where it is happening. But I have yes. a, a, I'm very blessed to have a, a wonderful family. Like, every God put good hearts in all of us, my wife and my children. My children love God. They read the Bible. My youngest, not so much. He'd rather be on the video games. But uh, right. but uh, I have a beautiful wife, man, and yes. Natasha. That is my queen. That's my love. That's my best friend. And my oldest man. son, he's a drummer, a uh, very good drummer and producer, uh, Isaiah. Uh, my middle child is my little princess, Naomi Joy. And again, back to my youngest, my superhero <laughs> is Caleb. Right. He's the little muscle man. And uh, he don't yes. he don't play no games. If if we start fussing, he gonna say, "Hey, his family don't fight." 
<laughs> yeah. You know, we'd be play fighting, but he'll say, yeah. family don't fight. So that's my Man. little guy. But, um, I've, you know, I've believed in God ever since I was a, a child. My grandmother right. and my mother both instilled that belief in me, but I didn't um, really follow everything. And, I, you know, I went my own way. But around yes. 2005 is when I actually started wanting to know for real about God and committed myself to Christ and got baptized. So that's when I actually started reading the Bible for real instead gotcha. of, you know, just going to church on them famous holidays like Christmas and Easter. Right. <laughs> yes. So I was, I was yes. fully in since then. And um, okay. it's been a blessing. Like since then, like my life, every moment in my life has been like a promotion in some type of way, whether it's job, whether it's relationships, it's always been on a, on a up climb. And I, you know, I ain't, I ain't turning back from that. You know why? When, you know, everything is all good. So, right. um, yes. Education wise, I did go to school at the wonderful HBCU of Alabama A&M University. Oh, wow. Your brother did not graduate, though. <laughs> yes. <laughs> did not graduate. Yes. Mm-hmm. But, I, uh, you know, I did have a, a good time there, I will say that. And I'm not, I, I got a, a lot of good friends from my time there as well. My lifelong mm-hmm. friends where I consider them my brothers. They all my brothers from another mother. Um, I would say book-wise... The Purpose Driven Life has been the most impactful book on me. Um, I do read a little bit of the Bible. I try to read a little bit every day. I like to, uh, as the name alludes to, <laughs> uh, do a little Ricky, Ricky, Icky, Icky, you know, a little DJing, you know, right, here okay. or there. But um, my main thing is I've been a dancer since I was little. Like my first talent show was at Eliza Kelly. <laughs> elementary school on the south end of Joliet. And that's when I got on the stage. And uh, mm. I started grabbing wow. a hold of Chicago footwork when I was in junior high school. So I've been doing that. I don't too much perform anymore, but I still practice here and there. And I produce Christian Chicago footwork tracks because that was something that was lacking, If you guys are fa- if you are familiar with it. So those are right. a couple of things that I that uh, the they're they're my pursuits, man. Those are my passions, things I enjoy. In addition to mentoring, I do have an album out called Tracks for the Church. It's a small EP of Christian footwork tracks, and I got another one coming out later this year called Pretty Much Tracks for the Church Part Two. And you know, hopefully, people will enjoy it. Now, right. I would have to say my main inspiration. Everybody says Michael Jackson, which, yeah, if you're a dancer, you're going to say Michael Jackson. But my main one was actually MC Hammer because of his character and what he was trying to do. Uh, He wasn't just trying to entertain. He was trying to build up his community. And other than that, it would be all the main characters of these movies. Breaking, one, Breaking, two, Electric Boogaloo, Beach Street, and everybody that's in the Chicago footwork community. All of them. Gotcha. Gotcha. Really trying to figure out ways to help people and help our community. And particularly, you know, a guy made me black. So I I do have a focus on the black community. Not to say that I don't show love elsewhere, because I do. But I see that there's a, a really great need 
for help in our community. So that's where I try to target. Um, before I got married, I, I did a mentorship out in Harvey um, where, you know, there's a lot of black youth there that, you know, looking for some kind of help, look for some kind of outlet. Right. So I would do that through Restoration Ministries and I would use footwork as an avenue. I had to fade away Gosh. from that a little bit because my first responsibility is my family. So I had to, you know, manage my time and realize, okay, I can't really do this like I used to. But fortunately, I've been able to keep in touch with a young man, uh, at least half of them that uh, I used to mentor. So yeah, uh, music, dance, family, and community. Those are my passions. Okay, that, that, that's a great thing. You, you mentioned, you know, something about the home and, you know, and, and house, and I couldn't help but that stuck with me a minute ago because I, I do believe and realize everything starts at home. And, uh, you know, structure and order, you know, even our, our government in the United States is ran from the house, the White House. Mm -hmm. uh, everything, you know, you know, starts at home, you know, things, you know, people get their structure and order. So that that, that is definitely um, that that's a powerful thing. And your passion, you know, in this season, that's great. I mean, how you are passionate about utilizing your ability to dance and be creative with music to attract uh, young men and young women. I mean, you know, do you do you deal across the board, young men and young women, or just young men? The mentorship was young men. Young men, okay, great. The, when okay. it comes to doing outreach with it, it is mm -hmm. both. Great, okay, got you, mm -hmm. yeah. I think uh, that that is a phenomenal tool that you have realized. And uh, because even though I pastor a church, I never even mentioned that, I've been pastoring uh, over 20 years and, you know, but one of my greatest platforms of avenue that I use to reach out is sports. Mm -hmm. And uh, you constantly see me at a community center. You know, we do a lot with sports. I'm even part of a, a talent, I mean, uh, an agency, a sports agency and do uh, agent work. But I mean, that's, that's very powerful that you have found that other avenue to use to draw them you know, that they can see a man that's a family man committed, a Christian that's loving his family, because a lot of youth and young adults we deal with, they have no structure for, at home. There is no, or there is no father. Sometimes, many times, they're even not even a mother, because mm -hmm. if there's not a father in the home, the mother is working uh, hours, you know, maybe, yeah. maybe two jobs to support. So therefore, that child begins basically raising themselves, you know, them in their iPhone, their iPad, I mean, and listening to other voices and their peers because there is no structure. So it is it, it's a very great thing that, uh, that you realize your passion and created that avenue, you know, to attract and draw them. And uh, definitely, definitely. And so, uh, man, I, I think this uh, this will be a great um, platform to really, uh, you know, draw listeners in because um, what I want the listeners to get from this show is... Uh, you know, the passion, the heartfelt commitment, and just to see, got, hear guys first, because, mm -hmm. it, you know, right now it's uh, uh, audio, yeah. to hear guys that's passionate, um, you know, and, and that they can relate to. Because that's, all, that's one thing I always want to do, and I'm passionate about, is being relatable. 
I would yeah. never, you know what I'm saying? And even in the scripture, there was this guy named Paul. Mm-hmm. He said he was all things to all men. What he was saying, he was relatable no matter where he went. I mean, he can go, you know, into the government. He can go into the ghetto and mm-hmm. be relatable. I mean, he can stand up before kings and princes, <laughs> you know, and magistrates and be eloquent. Yep. Or he can go and deal with those that did not even have no education and mm. still get his point across. And that's I think that'll be a great thing for the Mike, DJ, and Doc show is to get the point across to all avenues of life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That we can be all things to all men, meaning, meaning mankind, man and woman, you know, and be relatable. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That they can like, man, I feel what they're saying. I mean, and deal with real issues. I mean, you know, real, you know, sometimes people think that our marriages is just, you know, a bed of roses. No, we mm-hmm. go through with our families. We go through in our businesses, our ministries. We face challenging times. You know what I'm saying? Our kids talk back sometimes and go the wrong way and do, do things. You know, and it's like, it's like, but, you know, we come back to the place of our faith. We, we're rooted. You know, we are faith-based. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And uh, we know how to look to the hills and call down help. And just want to be able to relate that to people that, hey, you know, we didn't come from, you know, people think, well, you come from a silver spoon in your mouth. No. Mm-hmm. And we want to deal with that, how we were brought up and how we were raised, things that we were brought up in. So I look forward to sharing all those things, you know, and uh, nowadays they have a term, get it out the mud. And I want to share it. And I love to share with the young folk. Listen, I didn't have, I know what it is to get it out the mud. And we're going to share with that. I yeah. left home at the age of 17 and moved from a whole nother state, you know. And so to get it out the mud, let me, let me, let me tell you, let me show <laughs> you. So, hey, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let me talk to you about it, yeah. you know. And so, you know, and the value of work. And I'm passionate about work. That's one thing I have zero tolerance for. Mm. And even the scriptures say if a man don't work, he don't, he don't eat. eat. And that's one thing I'm passionate about yeah. is work because nobody gave me nothing. When I left home, boy, they got eight was out there. I know what it is to pay my way through school. You know what I'm saying? I know what it is to be buying my first home at the age of 24. You know what I'm saying? Just totally just, hey, just doing it. You mm. know, and to, nowadays that's unheard of. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, but we're going to deal with all that. Like yeah. I say, I know. <laughs> yeah, we'll deal with that, you know, because the, you know, the power of investment and real estate and work and just, you know, to help people realize the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think it's a guy named Killer Mike say it's the perfect economy right now, you know what I'm saying, to get your dream job. Like, what are you sitting on? What are you mm-hmm. waiting for? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? The money is Come there. On. The government yep. doesn't release the money. <laughs> if you're in construction, I mean, it's there. If you're yeah. in health and fitness, it is there. And even it's a perfect time to capitalize on, you know, on digital stuff, too. Because now a lot of digital things. You know, I was dealing with my buddy the other day that makes music. And he said, you know, right now you can really sell beats and stuff online for yeah. me. You can market that stuff for major. I'm like, hey, said, man, let's get it then. Hey, let's get it. You know, <laughs> hey, you know what I'm saying? So uh, I'm an investor. You know, that's yeah. one of my main things. I invest in those that are doing great works. Right on. Especially youth and young adults. I mean, I'll invest. I get involved, man, because I realized the, um, the, you know, the harvest is plentiful. And the scriptures say the earth remains seed time and harvest. Mm. So when I see somebody that's sowing seeds, and putting that seeds of work down, know there's a harvest connected to it. Yeah. I just said a whole bunch. That's an investment right there. Yeah. Because all, the Bible says in all labor, there's profit. Not some labor. It's saying all labor, all work, there's profit. And hey, yeah, so 
Hey, but man, what, what's going on, DJ? You I'm going to tell you, uh, Doc, man, I am enjoying this. I appreciate you. I, and I can see that I am going to learn a great deal from you. And if I know I'm going to learn, I know the audience is going to learn from you as well. And I have a question for you right now. As I said earlier, I'm, I'm, I'm a happily married man and uh, been married for just about 11 years. But I know you're more seasoned than I am, man. So one question I have for you is, like, how do you manage your time? How do you schedule time for everything between your family and within the family? You know, you have to have time for your wife, and then each child has to have their own time. And then, of course, work, and then you're a man of faith, you're a pastor. Uh, the time you're, you're with the church uh, responsibilities, like, how do you go about that? Man, uh, excellent question. Well, and with that being said, one of the things I do is I don't overcomplicate things, mm. you know, and, and that is key, you know, and, and hold on to that because many times we can overcomplicate things where we overcompensate in certain areas where we shouldn't. And, um, you know, and so also the value of a woman having a husband to, that, that comes home and and they and for her to be able to come home to and to lay in the bed at night, she has companionship. Mm. Uh, you know, somebody to plan with, plan future events that has she has had children by. You got sons and daughters. Mm -hmm. So the, her her womb has been blessed and gifted by her husband to produce children. Children have a father and have structure in the home. You know what I'm saying? All that right there is a blessing of investment within itself. Mm. All that, that is valuable. That is valuable. And sometimes that, that can be neglected and not even appreciated. But that is something that a family has to sit down and realize that they got. And this is valuable. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, and that is valuable. You understand? that is, I mean, that is valuable. That is an investment of generations to come within itself. Mm. You understand? So now, now as I begin to critique it, and make sure everybody's getting there, you know, that I'm being valued with everybody. I mean, so, and all our children are different. Everybody's wife is different. Do you understand? I mean, so with that case, each man has to know what he's dealing with because mm -hmm. there's no one size fits all. And that's what wisdom realizes that, you know what I'm saying? You, everybody got to find the wisdom on how to build their house. There is a, divine instructions, you know, of investment, of time, of space. For one child, it may just take a big hug. Mm. For one child, mm -hmm. it may take praise and this, that, another. For another, just make sure you hear. You feel what I'm saying? Another just want to, you know, know you there. To some men's wives, it's like, you know, hey, just if you go, 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 that's all good. They just going to keep the house. They just glad. For some other men's wives, he may, she may just, she may be needy of all the time and just, you know, won't, won't, won't. So every man has to just be able to discern it and be able to, you know, like, Lord, give me strength to distribute myself <laughs> mm. amongst my yeah. kingdom. Because that's what we're building. Why he said, pray my kingdom come, my will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So your home is your kingdom. You know what I'm saying? And God wants to be glorified in it. So, you know, and it's just, and that's it. But don't, you know, don't overcomplicate it. Yeah. Because 
then you overcompensate and then you neglect. You know what I'm saying? But everybody got to realize, man, I'm blessed. I tell my sons all the time, listen, man, and my grandson, the deep conversation with him this other day, like, listen, man, you know, I would have did anything to just, you know, had my pawpaw at a basketball game. Yeah. I said my, or at a football, baseball, I said my daddy came to one game out of my whole career of a thousand games. Mm. I said, man, you know, and I showed out at that game. I said, dude, I was like a supernatural human being because of it. And I let them know, I said, man, y'all are so blessed. I said, man, I be committed. I be traveling on the road, son playing in California, grandson here. I mean, hey, you, I said, man, hey, I'll find the time to come. You know what I'm saying? I helped them to realize that. Yeah. Said, dude, y'all, I mean, because what you do, what they'll do, they'll take things for granted. That is a blessing to have. Said, man, for a man to show up and be supporting you. Oh, man, come on. <laughs> yeah, but but see, I'm going to leave that right there. Yeah. <laughs> I can really go into that. But hey, you're going to appreciate the fact that I'm here in your life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you know what I'm saying? And I'm a working man. I'm a providing man. You know, definitely. That's what vacation and planning and stuff is for. You know, yes, yes, <laughs> definitely, yeah. yes, and, man. You know, that's good that you pointed out to them because they might not really think about it, realize that um, you're investing time. With yes, and, yes, uh, yeah. Because sometimes that, yeah, they might not, they might not really understand. But nah. like all things, we do at a certain point. You know, when we get yeah. older, and I, I like how you said, yeah, the your house, your family is your kingdom. And when you said that. Yeah and ask for wisdom, you you made me realize, man, that brother Solomon was on something. He was yes. on to something because <laughs> yeah. he was over a kingdom. And yes. the one thing he asked for from God was wisdom to guide mm. his kingdom. That was yes. the one thing he could ask for, gold wow. or anything. So you you mm. you absolutely right. I'm like, wow, right. wisdom for discerning yeah. your family. Your family is your kingdom. Yes. Yeah, I like that, man. <laughs> yes. That's good. That's Lord good. The guy. And there you go. Yes, man. And 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 that's it. And that, and he did that. And even Joshua, man, in, in his book, he said, "That's for me and my house." A mm -hmm. lot of people quote that, but he was letting them know, "I'm over thousands of people." And y'all acted a fool with Moses, whatever y'all did. I'm letting you know. <laughs> y'all can do whatever y'all. I'm a priest to y'all. I'm going to love y'all. I'm going to be an example. But as for me and my household, we're going to serve the Lord. You know, yeah. so he didn't, he like, man, and he was dealing with masses of people. Mm. I mean, thousands and thousands. You're talking about mega church, mega ministry. <laughs> but he, he made that personal. Oh, man. Like, listen, yeah. you know what I'm saying? That means I'm going to be committed to my family. I'm going to be taking care of home because I, because y'all, y'all ain't going to overburden me and complain to me. I ain't going to be breaking the Ten Commandments, tearing uh. the stones up, snapping like Moses did. Because see, Moses, he got so angry. That's why he missed the promises of God. And we'll yeah. deal with that at a later note. It was because of his anger issues. Mm -hmm. And he flipped out so many times in front of the people. You know what I'm saying? Act the fool. And it was, God said, man, anger kept him from the promises of God. And we're going to deal with that because there are a lot of angry men. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And mm -hmm. anger is the issue that never gets dealt with. And there's a lot of angry black men. And we're going to deal with that in a major discussion later on. You know what I'm saying? Just anger. You know what I'm saying? And where anger was birthed from and how it's missed out. And even in the scriptures, it says, give no place to the devil. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It says, let not the sun go down on your wrath. Then it says, give no place to the devil. They're right there simultaneously with each other in Ephesians. 
Let not the sun go down on your anger, neither give place to the devil. So that lets you know anger gives place to him. You know what I'm saying? The wrath of man work is not the righteousness of God. And that's what's going on in a lot of our cities. Mm. All of these killings, a lot of this stuff is just anger. You're saying that. We're dealing with. Yeah, and I think, you know, as we're getting ready to wrap up, you know, and we just, um, you know, make sure that, uh, you know, man, we just we just stand on the wall, man, and just mm. be that voice of reasoning and understanding, man, and, uh, you know, and just create opportunities for people to uh, be free and understood, you know, with bringing compassionate, real topics of discussion, you know, yeah. and, and once even people be able to call in and ask questions, uh, because, you know, scripture saying all that, getting, getting understanding, I, understanding, I would never want to leave listeners or viewers without totally being clear on what was said. So I look forward to even having that avenue open. People can yeah. call in and, hey, what's up, man? And call in with real issues, man. Yeah. I am had it up to him, man. What I'm supposed to do? <laughs> hey, yeah. I feel you, bro. Hey, I did too. So yeah. let's just have a moment right here. Hey, yep. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So definitely, man, that's good. That's so, good. So y'all, just to let you guys know about the name of the show. Now, you kind of get why you hear the DJ and the doc part, but we can't leave out probably the most important part is the mic part. So our, we got our very own Clarice Ainvine <laughs> that brought us together. Brother Mike Alexander, that's his name. But if we, we yes. use it M-I-C because he's, he's going to be on that mic a little bit too. He ain't just going to be in the background all the time. We're going to have him say something, Mike, so don't even, don't even try. <laughs> but yeah, so that's why we got the mic. I'm your DJ, and we got the brother Dr. Sullivan as your doctor. And um, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode be sure to check us out on www.micdjandoc.com that's mike dj and doc.com and check it out be sure to tune in for our next episode episode two where we touch in on protecting the sanctity of family until then y'all take care and god bless you